Well, it's an interesting conflict in a sense that it comes up at this time. Um, I'm particularly worried about how it is being managed and the timing of it and so on, although I do think that the unions raise some interesting uh, thoughts about the ENA. I just wonder why it has taken so long to do that. So is there a problem with the annual national assessments in its current form? And if so, what exactly is the problem? Okay, so I think we need to get a clear idea of what are the ENAs. And what they do is they give us a snapshot of grade-related curricular content. So they tell us in grade one, this is what the content is, this is what students or children should know. It's supposed to provide um, you know, useful data in terms of where the children are and where we need to go. But in their current form, they provide us progressively with less useful diagnostic data, especially in the South African context where it, we're seeing that uh, big proportions of children are not working at the grade level. And this is particularly so in mathematics and in the languages. So the ENA is supposed to show us what's the level of the children in a particular grade, how they're managing the content. Our research is showing that many children are not even working at the grade level um, uh, in, in, in the particular relevant grades. So it's becoming less and less useful as a diagnostic tool. But, but, but how so? Because I'm struggling to understand why. Because if it is telling you that children are not performing at the grade level, mm-hmm. then surely you would know how to intervene. It would give you some sort of direction in which to uh, target your intervention. Yeah, the only problem is that it's a, it's a, one, it's a once a year, comes at a particular time, the kinds of interventions needed. You don't need the ENA to tell you that. There's lots of other information. There's lots of other research um, that, um, that, could tell us, that could tell us that kind of information. Also, it is quite, um, uh, quite uh, onerous to implement. Lots of paperwork, timing when students, I mean, when teachers are really, really busy with a whole lot of other things. So there are several issues at stake here. So as you said, um, you know, you question why it has taken this long uh, for the situation to come to a head. Uh, when it comes to those advising the Minister of Basic Education, why have they not flagged this issue sooner? Um, I mean, I, I, I can't explain that. I, I can't even um, try to explain that on behalf of the advisors to the minister. But my big worry is that the ENA shouldn't become uh, a sticking point between labor and education, and it becomes a political matter when, in fact, it's a pedagogical matter. It's an educational matter. Uh, do you believe that uh, there's absolutely no politics involved in this particular matter? Well, I think, I mean, I think there is some politics involved. There has to be. Um, my only worry is I don't want any of the schooling to be affected, uh, particularly for young children where we already know that there are big gaps, knowledge gaps in the classroom. And this is more so in schools that are uh, poor and ineffective. But if we look at the current situation now, the stalemate now, mm-hmm. where the department, and, and, and one can understand if you ha- have used 200 million rand, you know, mm-hmm. you've budgeted that much money mm-hmm. in order to make sure that these assessments go ahead, then surely you want to get something out of that. Mm-hmm. But you see, that, I mean, I, I suppose you make the point about if you've made this financial investment, you want something out. But surely at an educational level, it shouldn't just be about inputs and outputs. It should be or financial inputs and outputs. It should be what works, why it works, how it works, 
And then, importantly, does it make us better in the next year and in the next year? And there's sufficient evidence that children are not performing at the grade level, particularly in mathematics. My own colleagues at Wits University have been doing quite a lot of research on the effectiveness of, of, of ANADs and how they work. Um, so I think there's, there needs to be careful thinking around this, and any changes that need to be made need to be made on educational grounds, not political grounds. Which is interesting because if the unions say that they are simply not willing to administer these tests uh, during this year, which is 2015, but they're quite happy to do it in February, what does that mean then? Well, that, that, I mean, that's exactly what, what, what I'm referring to when I say that there should not be a political standoff. It should really be about the betterment of education, and I can't see how two months is going to make such a big difference. So I also raise questions about how, how, how the union is going about negotiating its position around the ANAs. And surely the logic would be flawed then to do it in February because the children would, would have moved on in grades by and large. So how do you then um, get the new grade children to sit for this assessment at the beginning at the, of the year? Absolutely. That's one of the criticisms that children themselves will tell you about the ANAs is that they are administered mid-year or at a time when they haven't covered certain content and once they haven't covered certain content, they're not able to answer the questions. And then if they're not able to answer the questions, then the grade level for that particular content comes down, etc., etc. So timing in administering the ANAs is very important. Um, I, I do question why would the... I mean, I, on today on, t, on the TV, the unions raise some very good educational reasons about why the ANAs don't work. And then for them to say that, well, we're happy to implement in February um, makes me concerned.